welcome to the Byte Rabbit podcast, where we talk about WebXR, that's VR and AR on the web. My name is Jonathan, one of the founders of Byte Rabbit. Hi, my name is Florian, I'm the other founder of Byte Rabbit and a WebXR game developer. And my name is Darius, intern and WebXR developer at Byte Rabbit. All right, hello and welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to talk about how WebXR is supported currently in browsers as the 14th of January 2020. So um, let's start with you, Florian. Which browser are you using and why? So on PC, I am usually on Firefox due to a couple of years back, my Chrome installation was becoming so unbearably taxing on my system, opening up so many processes and being so slow at the end of the day. I switched to Firefox, which was kind of faster on my computer due to probably not having as much clutter. And uh, I've been using Firefox since. That's interesting, because out of the same reason, I think I switched to Chrome, but that's like eight years ago or 10 years ago. So it's I've just been too lazy to switch back to some other browser. I heard a lot about Brave recently, like not just you mentioning it uh, in, I think, the last uh, two episodes ago, but... Just generally, uh, Brave's been in the news a lot recently. Yeah, that Brave is uh, becoming bigger and bigger every day. I'm also seeing like uh, sponsorships that they do on videos, and they're doing pretty interesting stuff there. Also, when it comes to privacy, they are uh, pushing that a bit too. That's pretty good. Okay, Darius, which browser are you using? So I'm using Chrome for debugging. It's better than Firefox, I think, because you can cannot connect remote devices to Firefox, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe you, uh, I actually don't know, but I should check that out. Okay, yeah, out. we have to look it up. But um, yeah, I'm using Chrome and it's comfortable. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Um, one of our hobby team members of Vitrabbit created a Chrome theme for with a Vitrabbit logo and like empty tabs and stuff. So I've been using that since. <laughs> Very happy about that. Um, yeah, so just when this episode gets released, it should be yesterday that Microsoft Edge released WebXR. And since, since I think December or December 2018, Edge has been based on Chromium. So uh, they get WebXR for free, I guess, because it's implemented in Chromium, which is pretty great news because then Microsoft uh, Windows Mixed Reality headsets work on uh, Edge and we have one more browser that supports our beloved API. This is probably going to force even more browsers to move in a direction like this, I'm thinking. Because also Firefox, I mean, they have Firefox reality, so they're probably going to be having BioXR supported real soon, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty sure that uh, Firefox is going to, um, what do you say, catch up with the other browsers very, very soon. I'm not sure why they haven't released WebXR yet, but I know that they've been like really, really good at supporting WebVR over the years. It's been like the most stable just because they only supported WebVR and there was no confusion about which WebXR version or which like um, work-in-progress version of the spec they were supporting, which was always a big problem with Chrome, I found, even though they were like always uh, more modern or more recent in their spec support. It was always uh, a mystery what exactly they supported. They should have like 
been some way to figure out the exact spec for current Chrome or something. But yeah. So we're getting pretty consistent here over over all the browsers with Oculus. I think does Samsung browser support WebXR? I'm I'm not actually sure. I'm looking at a list right now. It doesn't say that it does. Okay, are you like on caniuse.com or something? Exactly. Yeah, that's a great site. I use that for like Open WebGL and WebGL two support and WebVR support back in the days and. Um, we actually started on Constructorcade using CSS Grid, which was pretty new at the time, and um, I had a look at that there, which is actually pretty, like, um, do you realize how lucky WebXR developers are because they only have to support most recent browsers? Yeah. It's so cool <laughs> that you can just, like, assume that, okay, if my users use WebXR, then I have all of these features because there's no browser that would support WebXR, but not not these other modern features. Well, that's what every web developer basically complains about, right? Is to support something like Internet Explorer. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't have a lot of features that modern browsers bring in onto the table, and they have to do all kinds of workarounds and hacks to get the similar features on Internet Explorer. So having the freedom to just develop for a platform is just amazing. And it's still JavaScript and it's still web development and it just feels amazing, yeah. I think uh, what we should mention at this point is uh, that browsers that do not support WebXR can still support it if you uh, add a so-called WebXR pulley fill that basically implements the WebXR API as a JavaScript library or websites uh, to support, for example, uh, browsers on Android uh, or on iOS even uh, to support Google Cardboard at least or something, right? So the WebXR, yeah. Yeah, that's what we did with a lot of our games back in the day, right? Yeah, it's basically a must. If you build a WebXR game, you just have to include the WebXR polyfill to make sure that you reach the biggest possible audience, right? Yeah, there's still like some backwards compatibility issues that you have to take into account. But uh, what I'm hoping is that WebXR, as long as much as it progresses, that we will have a stable releases that will work, hopefully at least, uh, well into the future without needing that much of a fixing and that much of repairing to get working again when WebXR 2.0 launches, for example. WebXR 2.0 will hopefully be backwards compatible. I think that's the point yeah. of... Um... Uh, what do you say, of it being a spec. So whatever supports WebXR 2.0 should also support WebXR 1.0. But I think that's quite far off. What they're currently working on, I think, is getting the GamePad APIs um, fully fleshed out. Uh, they started looking at hand tracking and more in more in-depth into augmented reality. And into things like the index controllers. Yeah, exactly. Like hand tracking and index controllers and like all sorts of more virtual reality specific game pads or controllers. So that's going to be very interesting. And I'm especially excited for AR in WebXR, like having like full featured augmented reality based on AR core and AR kit inside the browser on phones. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, when that gets uh, when those features get exposed to the web, it's gonna 
it's going to be definitely something that people will gravitate more towards web AR rather than how it is now, I feel like. Yeah. I just recently had a look at uh, Eighth Wall a bit more just to like figure out what kind of features they support. And they generally do like so much in WebXR and WebAR. It's crazy. They're like, I don't know. It's really, really nice to have them in the industry, so to speak. Um, because uh, they're really steamrolling ahead. And they're, what, what I found with the demos is that the performance is not great. But I think the last demo I tried was like, I don't know, half a year ago. So I'm, I'm not sure if they maybe improved on that. But um, generally, they support so many features that are just usually you would assume um, only available on native apps like uh, image tracking, like using using a random image, just any image as a uh, as a marker is really, really cool, for example. And uh, just tracking the world and everything, basically what AR Core and AR Kit can do, but on the web, which is like, uh, it's so cool. But I think with WebXR natively implemented as in uh, implemented in the browsers um, on AR Kit and AR Car, the performance will improve immensely and uh, that will hopefully uh, give us all of these features that eighth wall kind of already provides but with way better performance so aren't they a little bit swimming against the current on that one uh i guess they are swimming towards a waterfall <laughs> but <laughs> or up trying to I swim wouldn't... up a waterfall rather uh yeah well or towards a waterfall that goes upwards yeah um I think they're doing great because they're not focusing solely on their augmented reality features. They recently also um, released their cloud IDE, right? Which allows you to really easily, supposedly, I haven't tried it yet, just as a disclaimer, um, which allows you to really easily click together um, augmented and virtual reality experiences on the web. Uh, with their claim that if you can do web AR, you can do web VR, which I find a uh, bold claim, but um, still it's uh, good that they're moving in that direction and allowing people to build experiences um, on top of WebXR like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm really looking forward to checking more out of what they do now that you've also hyped me up. Yeah, we're uh, looking forward especially to supporting their SDK in the Wonderland engine. So uh, we'll see how that goes and we'll know more about it then. And we'll probably do a very, very in-depth talk on it again later yeah. on. All right. I think we had a pretty good talk on WebXR in browsers and how the state of the current API is. It would be great to invite someone who's working on the spec here on the podcast someday. And um, I'll see what I can do in that. But until then, here, guys, next time. Bye.